Usually when people making something creative, say a book, a photograph, a website, the person who made it owns the copyright, and anyone who wants to use that work needs to negotiate the rights to use it. That's the general rule, but general rules don't always apply, which is why we have lawyers. The U.S. Copyright Royalty Board deals with a special part of copyright law where Congress has said rights holders don't actually have a choice over whether their works can be used, yet they do get to be compensated. And that board has a new judge. He's David Shaw, and he's worked as an administrative law judge at several other agencies. We invited him to talk about this new role, his past experience in administrative law. Shaw talked with Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. Judge Shaw, thanks for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. A, a lot of people are probably not too familiar with Copyright Royalty Board. Can, can you just give us a really brief introduction to this concept of statutory law that you all deal with and, and, and what's the board's basic function around that? Sure. Well, first of all, we are at the Library of Congress, and um, the Library of Congress also has the U.S. Copyright Office. People are probably familiar with different types of intellectual property, but this is where copyright resides, more or less. And the Copyright Royalty Board, I think in broad terms, does two things. One is that uh, we set rates uh, when they're is a dispute, that is to say, when parties haven't reached um, a settlement or an agreement uh, by statute, we can set rates for the performance of sound recordings by various uh, digital services over the internet. And um, it's done periodically. People are probably familiar with various streaming services and that sort of thing. Um, we, do, we deal with music mostly. I think that's how a lot of people mm -hmm. would know us. And then there are also distribution proceedings. There are funds that are collected and need to be distributed. And so um, if need be, we hold proceedings uh, to help distribute the royalties. And, and tell me if I've got this wrong, but my understanding of the, the, the special kinds of copyright that you deal with here are, are, are these situations that have been established by Congress where the rights holder doesn't have a choice as to whether or not to grant someone a license to use their work, but they do have to get paid. And that's where you come in. Is that, is that a roughly accurate way of describing it? Well, some people call it compulsory licensing, yeah. if that's what yeah. you mean. <laughs> and uh, that's true. But yes, as I said, people can reach agreements on their own, but people do also have to be paid. So that's where the statute steps in. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about your expertise and what brought you to this job. My understanding of the board's structure is that by law, each of the three judges actually are brought in for a specific area of expertise. They're supposed to be an economics expert. They're supposed to be a copyright expert. And they're supposed to be someone who's an expert in being a judge, for lack of a better term. <laughs> your, your resume makes it looks like, look like you check all three of those boxes, actually. Which one were you actually brought on to fulfill and, and, and what brought you to the board? Yes, we, we have uh, a copyright expert, a judge, we have an economic expert, a judge, and then I would be the one with the trial experience. What, uh, what attracted you to the position and, and maybe tell us a little bit more about your background? Well, I've worked in intellectual property for well over 30 years. And I've done some copyright in the past, but I've always wanted to do more. And I'm interested in music and I'm interested in technology and I'm interested in trial practice, frankly. Uh, and this just, again, ticked all of those boxes to be sure. I have a great deal of respect for the Library of Congress. Um, I have to say that it was part of the decision uh, to come here. 
Um, I also enjoy working with the Copyright Office. Again, I have a great deal of respect for them as well. And that's also was part of my, uh, my decision to come here. I have followed music licensing on and off uh, for many years. It's just an interest that I've had. When I was very young, I had a little job in that area. It certainly didn't make me an expert or anything, but it showed me what an interesting line of work it is and how important it is. You're, you're relatively new to this job, so you don't have a lot of experience of what the process or the experience of being a, a judge at, uh, on this board is like so far. But you have been an administrative law judge for other agencies. And I'm just curious, how much does the the, the actual work and the experience differ from agency to agency as an, as an ALJ? Well, as you've probably heard before, same but different. We do have uh, procedural safeguards in place in all the agencies. Interestingly enough, because this is intellectual property, some of the companies and some of the law firms here are companies and law firms I've met elsewhere in in, uh, the world of hardware and so forth and importation and previous um, positions that I've held. So there are a lot of similarities um, in running an administrative hearing from agency to agency. This is, of course, involving rate setting, which is a little bit different than I've um, done before. I have worked with royalty rates and that sort of thing, but this will be um, a little different for me. And for for any lawyers who might be in the audience who maybe have a burgeoning interest in administrative law, what, what would you say about just the experience in general of being an administrative law judge? It's obviously a career you've decided to stick with for a bit here. What, what do you like about it? Why should people consider the profession? Yes, thank you. Um, I, I find it very fulfilling. I, I think it's important that when, when people, individuals, companies interact with the federal government, it's important that they have a fair process, whether they're asking for something or um, a rate is being set, something like that. I mean, I'm thinking of many, many different agencies, but it, it, it's, I think it's good to have people like administrative law judges uh, to work with, people who are interested in getting a fair record, a complete record, hearing people. Um, I find it very fulfilling work and that's true here. It was true in previous agencies I've worked in and that I think is the same across government. I would point out one thing about the federal government, especially since we're on this network. People have asked me, how did you get your job? How did you get the last job? And the answer was USA Jobs. And uh, people need to know uh, when you come to Washington and you're looking for work, uh, things are often advertised and competitively uh, assessed and available. And um, I found the library advertising for this job and the previous agencies I've worked for uh, did the same thing. And so I just point that out to people who are interested in advancing their career or coming to Washington. That's very interesting. I mean, the USA Jobs hiring process is not famous for being super quick, super efficient all the time. Um, and, and people might be surprised to find out you can get a, a judge position that way. Was it was it relatively painless to go through the process for you? Well, each judge position I've had has had different requirements and processes, but it was uh, but it's always been um, a good experience, obviously, for me. I've advanced my career along for more than three decades that way. But it's not just judging jobs as well. I mean, obviously, many, many federal jobs are advertised. Um, And so I would just tell people that you should. Uh, Obviously, there are other sources of information, but it never hurts to check the listings at OPM. 
Obviously, it works. You're the evidence. Thanks again for taking the time for this. I really appreciate it, Judge. Thank you. I appreciate it, too. David Shaw, the new chief judge of the Copyright Royalty Board, speaking with Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. And be sure to hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Podcast One or wherever you get your shows. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.